The follow-up is simple. Ask a question, listen to the answer, then follow up. I'm your host, Noah Kozlov. Enjoy. Follow-up today is with Glenn Farello. He's the head coach at Paul VI High School in Fairfax, Virginia. He's one of the best high school basketball coaches in the country at one of the top high school basketball programs in the country. He's starting his 21st year as a head coach. He has sent 80-plus players over those 20 years previous to this year on to play college basketball on college scholarships. He is one of my favorite people that I've met as an adult. So, Coach, what's your greatest responsibility to your players? You know, I'd really have to say that uh, these days is, is getting them prepared for, for the next level, uh, making sure that, you know, they, that, that they achieve their hopes and dreams. I, that's one of the first things I always ask, and then we're able to recruit here at our school. And um, the things I love to ask all the kids is, as they come in, but also as, they're, as they kind of matriculate through is, you know, what are your goals and dreams? Like you got to constantly, like, re- reevaluate, and whatever those happen to be, then my job is to kind of help them through that. And, and being a student-athlete, I think, is one of the hardest things to do. And trying to get them an opportunity to get a, a free education, which uh, is so invaluable for, for their families and for their, for their futures. So the bigger picture too, right? It's not just the, oh, we want to, uh, uh, you know, maintain um, our, our basketball profile and, and, and go on and, and, and then have a, have a career in basketball, but because all of the advantages of having that scholarship opportunity, and then, you know, you learn quickly what it takes to be successful in this world. Uh, and, you know, they'll all be working for the rest of their lives. So it's, it's kind of part of that uh, kind of, building building the, those blocks for them and so i don't know long-winded way to say it but that's uh, that's what we're trying to do when you have so many kids in your program that have the aspirations of playing in the nba and 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 so many of them with the realistic aspirations of getting a division one basketball scholarship and there are so many other people in their ear how do you handle or how do you make sure that your voice is heard yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, I often just tell my players, I said, I'm, I'm supposed to be that voice of reason. Like, I, I'm not going to judge you. You're going to make mistakes. Uh, there's going to be things that, uh, uh, that, that you're going you're gonna to have some failures. Uh, I'm here just to kind of remind you of how to live right. And if you live right, those opportunities are there. So I, I, I tell them all the time that you, ha- you have a choice to make. There's a decision that you have to, to make as far as who you do listen to and who is in your ear. And, and you know, oftentimes uh, the shortcuts don't work out in life. Uh, so uh, it's not so much about competing with that. It's uh, just being kind of uh, consistent with the message of what we're kind of providing and, and hoping that they kind of, you know, latch on to the good people around them. And, uh, but that is also part of uh, those life decisions that you mm-hmm. have to make is who are you going to listen to and who's going to make an impact on you. And, and uh, we're hoping that they, they do listen. I have some great coaches that, that help along, along, that, along that path. Uh, but it, it, it certainly is a challenge. Um, uh, for the for the kids these days because they got so much coming at them and uh, social media the way it is and just the way the world is uh, who they decide to listen to the one the, my thing our biggest difficulty is those that think they've arrived you know in this in this business and you know we all know it's a very humbling business so at some point you will be humbled and and I'd rather these guys um, understand that they, to, to stay stay hungry stay humble and and not get caught up in thinking that they've arrived. And those that kind of are feeding you that, and then they don't have your long-term goals uh, in mind or, or care about. How, how do you go about with, with your staff preparing the kids for, for the next level off the court? So, so much of it is, is about mentality, uh, to be prepared for the next level. You know? So uh, you're on the court, your skill set, um, you know, what you're bringing to, to the organization 
so much of it is, is your professionalism off the court and how you conduct yourself. And, you know, I think we see that uh, one of our players, Brandon Slater, is uh, now part of the Villanova family. And uh, watching him kind of progress over the years and seeing what he can do and obviously what, what Coach Wright has done, um, you know, just understanding the bigger picture. So, you know, from a mentality standpoint, understanding what they're going to walk into, how difficult it's going to be, you know, the, the pitfalls that, uh, that a lot of players that fall into, uh, whether it be, you know, in the classroom, um, you know, socially, how they conduct themselves, um, you know, within the community. Uh, I, we try to talk about that a lot and, and kind of, you know, immerse them in that as much as we can here at, here at PVI so that they're, they're prepared for, you know, all the things that are going to come. So then part of being, you know, getting to that next level is you spending so much time with college coaches. So, ha- so how do you handle filtering, and is that even up to you, filtering the college coaches who are trying to recruit your kids? You know, I think uh, the one thing that we can provide, since we know so many uh, uh, college coaches over the years, and, and I, you know, these, a lot of them are, are friends of mine, but also with just the connections and relationships that we build, we can kind of understand a little bit more of style of play, style, like, you know, whether or not the, the kids, the families would be interested. Um, and then also for those coaches, you know, who it is that is realistic for them, whether it be their talent level, whether it be the fit of uh, of the kids and what everyone's looking for. So try to just be informational back and forth, uh, both with the families as well as with the coaches, trying to make sure that everyone's on the same page and also just ha- kind of handle it from a professionalism standpoint to, you know, to give information to the college coaches. Uh, I know I always say to the kids, uh, uh, and, the, and, the, and the parents, you know, the best answer to a, to a college after they've offered you and, and recruited you is yes. The second best is no as soon as possible. If, if you're just not interested, let's not waste anyone's time. Um, and I want the, the, the players and the parents to, to handle themselves and appreciate the time that the coaches are putting in uh, so that we're upfront and honest and, and we're not just falling in love with the recruiting process. Um, and then from the other side, of it, from the college coaching standpoint, uh, I don't really filter. I, I won't, uh, you know, I won't try to steer people a certain way, but I, I, when I see a good fit and I see where it is and I get the feedback from both sides of, of where they fit in, I, I enjoy seeing that you know, kind of work itself out. So if, if you're a high priority to a, to a college coach and that's one of the schools that you are really interested in and, and, it's, and it's at the top of your list, then let's not waste time. You know, it's, uh, I, I often joke with everyone, you know, when, when, I, uh, when I met my wife, I didn't, I didn't say, I mean, I love you. Let me, go, uh, let me go date four more girls. I'll be back in two months. <laughs> you know, if it, if it works, it works. And so there's no need to – I just I don't want anyone to complicate the process. And I think, you know, that's what I can help with, with, with the, the, um, the families to be able to navigate the recruiting process, but also on the other side, the, giving the information to the college coaches of, of what's realistic and, you know, which path they should go and, and maybe what's, what's important to the families. And, you know, I, I see, I mean, the, the, the toughest thing is, and with, especially with transfers, a lot of times, like they just, they don't get to know each other well enough. So if I can bridge that gap for both sides, um, I think we're going to have a lot more success in, in choosing the right schools and the right fits and the right coaches uh, and then making sure those connections are there. So what, what that's kind your, of our role. What was your first interaction with a big-time college head coach on the recruiting circuit? Whew, well, I've been around for a while. Uh, so let's see here. All the way back to my Roosevelt days. Um, but the, the most memorable one for me was uh, meeting uh, Coach Knight because I'm usually not in awe of any coach that comes through or you know, meets with my players, and, and uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun, but I also understand, like, hey, they have a job to do, so, you know, the, the fan of me uh, needs to step aside. But Coach Knight, when I met Coach Knight, I, you know, just in getting the chance to talk to him a little bit, it was, it was, uh, it was I was kind of, you know, walking away from that being kind of awestruck. 
Was he softer than you expected in person? He's he's a pretty intense guy. Like it was it was great getting a chance to talk to him. But no, he's he's that commanding presence that he has is 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 a lot of fun. Uh, just to see that you know in action and hearing him talk and yeah no he's um, he was really he was kind of it was a lot of it was just it was really uh, kind of a joy to to talk to him. I think um, you know uh, coaches like uh, Coach Bayheim who's he's got Franklin Howard who's uh, up there at Syracuse with him. It was a lot of fun to get to know him through the process. I hadn't I hadn't known him previously before he started recruiting uh, Franklin and and uh, and uh, so that was that was fun. And um, Bob Huggins is one of my all time favorite human beings. Um, you know he's he's such a, he's such a joy to be around. Uh, so smart the, the game of basketball, and but just you know his willingness to share and and watching him interact with people, I think is you know how how people in West Virginia the you know how he takes care of everybody and and is is always looking out for everyone else and I think that's that's always fun to to see you know people that are in those positions how it is that they're very giving of themselves uh Jay writes like that Jay Jay is Jay is fantastic in how it is he treats people and and everyone you know associated with his program but also you know outwardly so have the nature of the big time college coaches changed over the years during your high school coaching career? Yeah, I'd say the biggest thing is just their, the amount of time that they have. They just Their, their time is swallowed up at all times. So I, I'm, I marvel at how it is they can balance everything, and I, I kind of feel for them because they're, they are put in the limelight all the time, but they're also just you – know, so much is asked of them. And, you know, they're, they're CEOs now, right? They're not just right. coaches, they're CEOs. So I think that's the biggest thing that I've seen in the last, the last 20 years is that change of just the demands of their time and the expectations of, of you know, of running a, uh, you know, you're not just, a, you know, you're not just coaching anymore. You're not just taking care of your 12, 13 guys. You know, there's such a bigger piece to everything uh, as, as you know, if you, if you will call it college basketball has become very business driven and, and they've got to be on top of everything. So I think that's what I've seen the most. And so it takes away a little bit of their being able to interact and, and, uh, and, and, and the fun part for all of us coaches to be able to kind of just spend time with each other. Uh, Cause it's a go, go, go. You, you ever laugh when, and, and and not laugh at the kid, but kind of laugh with the whole spectacle of things when you see a kid, and I'm sure you've had them on, on your team, when they post on social media, I've narrowed it down to 12 schools. Like, well, <laughs> 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 narrow it down to 12. Okay, so then <laughs> then what? So you actually, so you brought it up earlier as far as like the you know what my involvement is in the recruiting process. It's trying to eliminate that type of stuff for it to become this so colossal kind of like mess of a situation to where college coaches are kind of like, what are we doing here? Like you know, are are we are we involved? Are we not involved? Are we you know? And and same thing on the other side. Uh, so I I don't I kind of do laugh. It, it is it's very entertaining to see the uh, um, it's it, 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 it's it's gotten ridiculous, you know. And or even just the how many times like we just put it on social media every scholarship offer it's almost like they just want to accumulate and I always tell all all of mine that like we're not trying to accumulate you know you don't get anything for going you're not going to thirty schools you, you know you can't go to ten schools you know get yourself down to a four four to five let's work on it and and uh, and and it has to be a process to where you understand you're you're controlling it but like yeah let's let's not get caught away caught up in all the social media and, and you know pats on the back I mean you know it's it, it 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 does drive it not do I laugh at it it drives me nuts yeah I would I would imagine yeah. uh, last one and I appreciate the time earlier you said uh, your wife and I mean it's only been a month do you do is, <laughs> has, 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 that, has that sunk in 
you know what? You know, basketball has been very good to me. Uh, and I get to meet people like yourself, uh, one of my very good friends now, and, and we've been able to make that connection over all these years, and I really enjoy, you know, being able to, to, to see uh, your family grow, right, and your mm-hmm. daughter grow, and, and, and getting to know. So uh, basketball also uh, introduced me to my wife. Uh, she was an English teacher here at Paul VI, and uh, she had one of my students uh, in her classroom, and that's when we first started to get a chance to, to, to talk. And, and so it's, uh, it, it, has, it has sunk in. Um, uh, she's she's wonderful, and she reminds me all the time that uh, we're 62 and 12 uh, since uh, we've started uh, <laughs> uh, dating and now being married. So uh, she's she's taking a lot of the credit. Um, I'm, I guess I don't know how we did it without her before, but uh, well, I'll be I'll be happy to see that uh, that trajectory continue with uh, with uh, the, the success on the basketball court. Uh, but no, she's she's wonderful. Christine is a. Uh, uh, the, the game of basketball, like I said, has been very good to me, and, uh, and, and that's the latest example. For sure. Coach, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, great to talk to you. Thanks, buddy. And Glenn's not just the basketball coach. His day is spent in the admissions office, then practice starts for his reigning Virginia State champions full of some of the best players in the country. If you're in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area this winter, try to get to see Paul the Six play and know that you're supporting a coach who does it the right way on so many levels, some of which we got into. Also, the 2-to-1 coach-to-player ratio is a sight to see. You think I'm kidding. Follow the Paul the Six program on Twitter and Instagram at PVI Hoops. I'm at Wawa Run on Instagram and at Noah Kozlov, C-O-S-L-O-V, on Twitter. And if you spend 30 seconds leaving a 5-star rating and review on iTunes instead of looking at sunset photos on Instagram, I'll read yours on the show. Like this one from Hill523. The art of the interview at its best. Noah hosts so many interesting and different voices. Content I look forward to weekly. That's so nice. Thank you. Thanks for taking the time to join us on The Follow-Up. The Follow-Up is a production of Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit vocalnow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W dot com.